how did you get into making beats and mm. you know how did that translate into you getting into this video game world okay i made my first beat on a uh playstation game called music generator mtv music generator it was i worked at a GameStop before it was GameStop. it was something else and this game came in and people were like you can make beats on this game and i was like you can't make beats on this game <laughs> i'm gonna take it home and try so it was a 20 dollar game i was like why not i took it home i started messing with it and all i can make is like techno beats like these just crazy what are they what do they used to call it they don't really call it that anymore drum and bass i guess i don't know and so I was like, this sucks. You can't make good beats on this. And one day, I just decided to copy another beat. And it was um, Mob Deep's Quiet Storm. I don't know if you mm-hmm. remember this. But yeah, I'm from New York, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. So, you know. All <laughs> yeah, right, so yeah. I was like, if I can copy that. And so I did. And I was like, yo, it works. So once I figured out how to make that work, I can make my own rap beats. And so I used this PlayStation, and I made beats for like a year on it. And I would give them the artists, like different artists out of Philly, um, where people would want my beats. They were like, dude, I want to buy beats off you. What do you make your beats on? And I'm like, I just. No, but you had to be talented because, like, anyone can't just pick up, you know, that game and make, like, professional songs. But it's just, yeah, it's just like, I don't read music well, you know, I don't necessarily, I mean, I can. I can play a couple of keys by ear, but no, you have some skills. But I guess it's just knowing what you want to hear and being able to manifest it and put it out into the world. And so, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and it always says like it's people always say like it's that's not the gear, you know, it's it's the person. So if I could do that, I was like, I think I can do anything. So I got a job at a studio, and I was the like in-house producer, engineer kind of guy, and mm-hmm. I was working with an assistant of Jazzy Jeff, mm-hmm. and um. And so I would pass beats to guys, and guys would, would rap on them or things like that. And they'd be like, so what do you use again to make beats? Because I never wanted to bring the PlayStation. You didn't want to unveil your secret? No, I was like, oh, I work with a bunch of different programs. Well, some things. Some computer stuff. <laughs> and there's some things, yeah. <laughs> and they, I, they were, because all the other producers brought their beat machines in to the studio, and I, I never did. <laughs> I was like, nah, I can't do that. So then later I moved up. I was like, I got to get some real gear. So I went and got a um, got a keyboard and got Reason. And I continued to make beats. And um, during downtime at the studio, I would record my own raps. Because I knew this was stuff nobody wanted to hear. Because Philly, circa, like, this is like late 90s, early 2000s. Philly was still caught up in Jay-Z mania. Like, Rockefeller mm-hmm. was running it. Mm-hmm. And he was signing, Jay-Z was signing guys from Philly. So everybody sounded like Beanie Siegel. Mm-hmm. Like, this was rap in that day. It was super violent. It was just what it was. Right. And so everybody that came through sounded like Danny Siegel Jr. Mm-hmm. And so I knew they never wanted to hear my little nerdy, positive raps about, you know, being a school teacher and, trying, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I would sneak and record when, when, when like, we had open time. Mm-hmm. And so I did that. And, um, and I created a demo. And, but when I finished the demo, uh, a friend of mine pass it to someone else who's running a small label out of Philly. And he's like, man, this is cool stuff. I think I can work with this. He's like, you're kind of like kind of like a Kanye. So they used to call me Kanye East. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I made the pieces of the raps. And, uh, so did Zuckerberg have to invest in their ideas? <laughs> I mean, like 57 million, I could do a lot with that. <laughs> invest in me. No. But uh, I had to invest in myself and stop messing around with a PlayStation, you know. So, <laughs> so, so I went and got real equipment and stuff. Um, 
Somebody but, had, but you have to start somewhere. Everyone, but you have to start somewhere. Right. Like, a lot of people start with those, like, you know, two, back in the day, you know, the two tape um, oh, decks. The tape decks. Yeah, yeah the just, tape decks. Just, just stop pausing, stop. Like, yeah. Man, I used to do that. We used to look right. tracks together. A lot of people did that. So, we you know, you got to start somewhere. So, just mm-hmm. the evolution of that. And back then, I wasn't rapping about video games. I wasn't. I don't know why I didn't think about all that. Like, it was there. I was using a video game program right. to make my music. But I never talked about games. I didn't talk because I thought it would be lame to talk about what I was doing. So mm-hmm. um, I was even sampling from games like because I worked in the game store so we would get the soundtracks in. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, oh, Resident Evil, I'm going to go sample that. Final Fantasy, I'm going to sample that. Now, 10 years later, you know, I, it finally hit me. Like, yo, you like those games. Why don't you just talk about them? So I made an album about Mega Man. Mm-hmm. And that was in 2007. And I thought I was going to get sued for that. Like, I was just like, this is not, this is going to be good. And um, I put it out and um, I got an email from Capcom, the company that actually owns the license to this game. And you thought it was a cease and desist letter or something? Yeah, it was yeah. over. Like, yeah. I heard the like, dun, 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 <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is about to be it. Mm-hmm. Grand opening, grand closing. But the dude was like, this is really cool. It's well done. Uh, wow. You know, we like it. So, have you ever been to a Comic-Con before? And I was like, no, but I've always read about them. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so, San Diego Comic-Con's next month, which is the biggest Comic-Con right. in the world. We'd like to come and be our guest of Capcom. And you would sit there, you would sign stuff. He said, because you're kind of big on the internet right now. I don't know if you know, but people <laughs> want to know who you are. I, was just, <laughs> I knew what anything viral in there that was. And I was like, really? People want to see me? He's like, yeah. So, they gave me a badge. They put me in the schedule like... Mayran, Capcom licensed artist, will be wow. signing here. And then I was like, whoa. So they made me the first ever hip-hop artist to be like licensed by a major video game company. Wow. That's so, groundbreaking. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm awesome. like the answer to the trivia question. And, um, <laughs> exactly. That'll come in handy one day. The next, yeah, let me on Jeopardy. But the, the next two is even funnier. The next two people to, to be licensed by them is Lil Wayne and Drake. Which is hilarious. So wow. it's me and then Ms. Wayne and Drake. Right. Crazy. So um yeah, like so after that I was like, wow, like I can do the things I want to do and not only do I like it, it's not corny, it's not contrived, it's not whack, but other people like it too. Cool. So I kind of dug into other games I like. Final Fantasy was the next one. And that one kind of blew up. That was in twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. So it was a few years later, after I was I was still so worried about maintaining whatever little street cred there is, um, which isn't even really a thing, but I guess hip-hop cred is what I was worried about. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I grew up on like Wu-Tang. Yeah. You, know, you weren't making it rain in the club. I wasn't making it rain. So I was like, <laughs> man, if, if, if my favorite rapper at that time, which was Method Man, if he had heard this, mm-hmm. would, he be, would he be okay with it? Or would he right. think, this is some whack garbage. Keep excited, you know? Mm-hmm. So I had that in the back of my mind forever. So I was just like, man, I'm going to continue to make, I'm going to separate myself and make random albums as random and, and mega random albums, which would be like nerdy albums. And with two separate things, kind of like, I guess like MF Doom. Your and alter ego. I would, that would be my alter ego. Yeah, I was like, well, maybe I can do that. And then, um, then I realized that I think it would be easier for me and for anybody listening if I could just somehow channel all parts of me and put them all into one project so everybody can digest it at once. Not be like, oh, if you like games, you like this CD. But if you like like real hip-hop, you like this CD. How about if you like real hip-hop and games, you can just buy one CD. 
You know, I mean, there's guys like we mentioned. I mentioned Method Man. You know, he makes references to all kinds of comic books, superheroes, whatever. Right. So why can't I do that? So that's what what I did eventually. The evolution. So it was ra- random, and then it was random, aka Mega Ran, and then it just became Mega Ran. Like I need to just be who I am and just embrace that. 